Hi everybody, welcome to Fed Talks. I'm your host, E.J. Feddington. Uh, right off the bat, I want to apologize. There was not an episode last week. Between a sinus infection and depression, I couldn't get it together, and whatever I did would have been unlistenable. Um, I noticed in the last episode when I, I did re-listen, which I rarely do, uh, there was some pretty pretty audible breathing on the uh, on the track and uh, I feel bad about that that could not have been pleasant uh, it sounded kind of like season 4 Tony Soprano and uh, hopefully that's dealt with I'm still a little plugged up uh, but hopefully it's not too distracting if it's an issue uh but the other thing about being depressed is kind of something I want to talk about, uh, which is a mistake because I don't like people knowing things about me, but also, uh, you know, how many people are going to listen to this? Uh, you know, like my friend Sam once said, it's, it's, it's like putting a note in a bottle and then eating, a, eating the bottle. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, but I think it'll it'll help to just say some things and I mean the whole point the whole reason I started this podcast partly I wanted to learn how to use the the software but also just uh, talking for a half hour every week was a good way to keep from going crazy during uh, during lockdown. And, uh, you know, sometimes when I get, get uh, bummed about the fact that my listenership hovers in the, the low single digits, which might make me the least listened to podcast in existence, which would be impressive. Uh, uh, my friend Summer uh, pointed out that it was, at the very least, I would be be grateful that I sort of had a, a record of my thoughts and feelings during this weird time and uh, she's very smart and that I think that kind of applies here this might be useful to me to say this and then have it uh, you know absolutely feel free to just bail because this is I'm going to spend a little while just talking out some stuff and uh, before the end, I will try to get to uh, how how the Beetle Bailey newspaper strip commemorated 9-11. Uh, so, you know, you do get dessert if you power through this meal. I don't know why I'm encouraging you to power through it. Deep down, I'm sort of terrified that anybody will listen to this and know what's going. I'm going to end up titling this, <laughs> titling this something like, eh, maybe skip this one. Um, but... It's important to know that I, I'm not, I've only recently uh, known that what what I, I have, uh, which is not always, it's not always prevalent in my life, but I didn't, I only recently knew that it was depression, and I learned that partly because of BoJack Horseman. I don't want to get into that right now, but, um, and... 
you know, I'm still kind of learning. And it's, it, there's long, long stretches where it's not an issue. So I don't even know if it counts, uh, if it counts as a real issue or if it's just an intermittent issue. Uh, it has been less intermittent since the, since the world fell apart. Um, partly for that reason, partly because of a lot of the things I used to, I used to be able to do to distract me, I guess, uh, aren't, aren't doing it anymore. Like, no, I, you know, there was a time, there was a time when I'd, I'd go away on Sunday night and while I was gone, I would record 11 hours of television on one night. And then I watched like six of those hours before I went to bed and slept for two hours before the alarm went off. And, you know, there's a variety of reasons why I'm not watching 11 hours of television a night. Um, which is not my whole point, but that, you know, that was something I did. And, you know, just, there's a lot of stuff I could sort of lose myself in. And over the last two years or so I I feel kind of like more of a person so I'm less uh, I don't know less defined by my by, by the things I, I use to not to can to prevent myself from uh, interacting with people I don't know this is beyond my pay grade but you know, a lot of my coping stuff isn't there anymore. And in some ways, I think I'm better as a person for it. But also sometimes, <laughs> sometimes stuff just sucks. And I don't know how universal this is. I know this is my issue, uh, largely because of the terrible self-esteem that was beaten into me from childhood. Uh, but depression consists a lot of, of beating myself up for stuff and finding, finding fault with myself. And, uh, and there's some stuff where I know, uh, you know, my dumb brain is telling me that I know is just, you know, it isn't real. I can dismiss it. But there are things that, like, legitimately are struggles for me and when that stuff comes up, it's like, yeah, that's, that's dirty fighting brain. That's not cool. Um, and as a, I'm really struggling with what to say. I'm bad at this. I apologize. Uh, a lot of the things that I'm worried, the stuff that hits me really hard has, has come up in the last week or two. Uh, like used by other people against me, which, you know, sometimes I can blow off. And sometimes when I'm already kind of fighting the press, uh, boy, I didn't like saying that. Uh, it really, it, it, it's a, it, there's, it, it wouldn't be a big deal ordinarily, but then, you know, times like this, it's a big setback and it really just sort of throws me off my game. And since I assume you've all stopped listening, uh, my, I'll just tell you about some things this week, this week and last, 
it's been about, I mean, it's been a year and a half, let's be honest, but the last couple weeks especially have been just something. So, I, I went to Costco, uh, and uh, as, you know, COVID's kind of surging again, I've started wearing a mask more, and I'm limiting outside trips uh you know the heyday of hey i'm vaccinated and thus invulnerable is is a little past me so i'm just it's just trying to be responsible and in the area where i live and work uh especially where i work this costco is right by my office it is it is richy rich town uh it's very conservative uh it's just an absolute just turd hole is what it is so when i go to that costco i am there are no masks to be seen it's me and the employees basically which you know fine i'll deal with that at least i'm i could be secure in the knowledge that i'm trying not to make the problems worse and i'm not conf god no i'm not confronting anybody i'm not I'm not giving the unmasked a stink eye. I just need to pick up the, the puppy pads and and go. And, you know, like wearing a mask is such a small thing that it's not even something you, you're necessarily aware of after the first first minute or so. Um, you know, so it's like it's not even foremost in my mind, but I'm just I'm just walking walking down the aisle and there's a woman walking the opposite direction it was unmasked uh like i say fine i was not trying to shame anybody i'm just just trying to get my stuff and leave and this lady as as we're passing just out of nowhere like we did not even make eye contact where you kind of think oh this person's got something to say this was just a person i was passing by and as I'm walking past her, she says, uh, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about COVID if you weren't so fat. Which, wow. Okay. Um, and I was just so, so thrown. And, you know, in a situation like that, you don't even necessarily want to respond because, uh, you know, there's a level of aggression there. Uh where where it's it there's no point in escalating uh the my immediate uh thought for a response was to tell her <laughs> people a lot hotter than you have called me fat um which i kind of wish i'd said now but and that you know that's one of those things that yeah i mean it's, it's verifiably true i mean i'm i'm working on it i'm trying uh, you know, I actually thought I'd been looking better and, uh, you know, it's just one of those, you know, it, it's not huge. It's not life defining, but it's, it's one of those things about myself. I'd like to change, you know, I'm, I'm aware of it. I am aware that that's what people see when they look at me. That's, you know, I'd, I'd be happy getting to the point where if you had to describe me to a friend, you, you wouldn't say, oh, it's the fat guy over there. I, I don't know how else you would describe me then. Um, uh, possibly the man with the drifter beard and the sad eyes. 
which actually sounds kind of rad. But that, you know, that it, it shouldn't have, but it made me feel bad. And it's, uh, you know, one of those things where that my, my, my brain has been poking at anyway. And, you know, you suddenly, you're not sl slipping through the day unnoticed. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm a big guy, and up until a couple of years ago, I had a pronounced limp from breaking my leg, which I think I've talked about. And, you know, I literally limped for 15 years, and it was it was bad. But also, you know, you're going out in public as a, as a, as a heavy guy who limps, and it can be open season. There were times, like, I would go out of my way to not walk past groups of teenagers outside a movie theater because so many times I was, you know, I just, well, little shits me saying mean things about me and my weird body and my bad way of walking. And, you know, so it's something that shouldn't matter, but it's kind of, you know, ingrained in me from, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of bullshit and years of getting bullied. Uh, you know, so that sucks. Uh, there was, and anytime I talk anything about work, it's so boring to get all the details for it to make sense. But uh, essentially, somebody not a not a coworker, but somebody uh, uh, an outside uh, vendor, I guess is probably the right way to say it, uh, made a a nasty remark about uh, about me. Uh, <laughs> having been there a long time and still having having a terrible low-level job. Which, you know, is a thing. That's another thing. I, I'm, let's be honest, I'm, I am not successful by any means. Uh, I have tried very hard. I've, you know, been, I've worked every day since college and uh, been in the same field for 20 Oh my God, 22 years? Jeez. Wow, that's the saddest thing that I've thought yet. Uh, and, you know, I have not been able to, <laughs> to advance or be successful or make enough money that I don't have to constantly worry about my future. And, yeah, you know, my brain is always sort of, sort of reminding me of the ways in which I failed and having an outside person use that as a weapon against me was, was, uh, you know, the kind of setback I don't need. And, uh, fine. It's going on so long. Um, essentially I have somebody I was, uh, friends with that, uh, who we have not spoken in a year because, uh, they became very upset about a thing I tweeted, a thing I tweeted that was not in any way offensive or shocking. It essentially amounted to acknowledging that uh, not every Democrat is perfect 100% of the time and got very upset that I said that. Um, and... Uh, like, it's been almost a year, and at this point, like, I don't even want to be friends. Like, 
you know, you just sort of realize, like, boy, if that's going to be a, <laughs> if that's going to be a thing you're mad at, and then not speak to me for a year, that's not the kind of friend I need. But also, is a th thing I just sort of felt weird about, and I made a little attempt to mend fences, like, you know, just, you know, just clear the air. We, we don't even necessarily, it's, you know, you just sort of want to close the book on some things. And uh, the response was, I don't, I don't want to even be specific, but just uh, was not interested in that and had a lot of uh, things to say about me as a person and as a friend and uh, none of it was good and that is like I worry that I'm a bad friend all the time like I feel like I let a lot of people down and it's a thing that really bothers me and uh, you know it's just a it's a thing that even at a good good stretch is is a thing that I worry about and a thing that I don't really like about myself and uh, having that confirmed for me really it it sucked uh, this is now like 17 minutes in and there's not been a single joke uh, I pray that you have turned this off or our 30-second forwarding to get to the part where I talk about Beetle Bailey. But, so that has been a lot of, just like, here's the thing. When I'm depressed, it feels like I'm, I'm, I'm treading water. I'm just barely keeping my head above water and just pumping. And what that was was just a bunch of people lobbing cinder blocks at me while I'm trying to stay afloat. And... Okay, another thing, a thing that is verifiably true, and this will kind of get into why I didn't record last week, uh, in addition to uh, my <laughs> gross sinuses making me unlistenable. Uh, it's, look, here's the thing. I've been trying to do creative projects of one sort or another for most of my adult life, and they have all failed you know I'm I've failed at stand-up I've ran a website for a very long time and that crashed and burned and it was almost it was almost successful there was a time when it was almost there and I didn't do a good enough job and uh, as a result it just ended up <laughs> costing me a huge amount of money uh, you know I'm script writing I was again sort of on the I, I had meetings and people wanted to talk to me about things and that I mean and a lot of that was COVID and how the industry is sort of uh, sort of kind of sealed up now and everybody's staying away from things that aren't sort of guaranteed hits but uh, nobody that I talked to prior to uh, prior to the pandemic will will acknowledge my existence now so I think that's that that's kind of over uh, and then I you know I do this, this I do this bad podcast that uh, 
you know, has, has three listeners, all of whom I know by name. And like that just seemed like too much to, to be depressed and then do a thing, you know, just rally and try to be funny for a bit and, uh, then have, have, have nobody care. And that just, just seemed like too much. And, uh, as a result, uh, um, I cannot guarantee weekly, uh, weekly recording for the next, uh, for the next little while, at least I'm going to shoot for bi-weekly. Uh, if I'm up to it, I will, I will do weekly. I, I don't know, but, uh, you know, when, 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 yeah, I don't, it's, look, my brain's a complicated and dumb place to be right now. And so I'm going to miss some weeks for here, here and again. And I apologize for that, but, uh, I will do my best. And once I kind of get my feet under me, I will try to get, uh, I was going to say top priority will be to put out an episode every week but honestly I had a life got a lot of life stuff I need to deal with uh when I'm able to deal with it um and you know I I, sh I should also say that you know I did I did share this with with a friend and uh uh they made me feel a lot better uh you know what here's the thing usually I I'm so I feel so weird about, and I don't know why I do it, but I don't use anybody's names when I'm talking about like a, a nice thing they did. You know, I only tend to name people if I'm either quoting a funny thing they said or if it's part of a joke like how Brad bullies me. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know why that is. <laughs> it's back to me being a bad friend, frankly. <laughs> Oh, somebody did something nice. I'd better conceal their identity. Um, God, I'm I'm so bad at this. Uh, so my 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 friend, uh, the the aforementioned Summer, really, uh, you know, said some very nice things and helped me helped me sort of uh, feel better, uh, and also threatened physical harm on all of the people who were were mean to me and uh man she'll do it too do not think you're walking away from that without a scratch um but and uh as one of my three listeners i hope she hears this and uh knows how much i appreciate that uh because i'm sometimes bad at saying things to people in the moment um but you know it's just this it can be sort of this constant flow of I don't know brain stuff I need to understand more about this but um, weirdly it does kind of feel good to actually say these things rather than just internalizing them uh, maybe saying them has helped me realize how ridiculous it is uh, there's, there's no way to tell right now but I actually feel a little bit better for having having 
spoken things. So we'll see if that leads to leads to me feeling better. Again, I hope you have not listened to this entire episode because uh, there are no jokes and it's just me uh, explaining, <laughs> pointing out the reasons why I'm bad and knowing about them. It's just wait, this is going to be the episode that gets picked up by Podmass. We know you don't listen to this show, but here a weird guy talks about why he's sad. Check it out. Um, God. I'm not going to release this episode. You can't make me. Um, okay, I promised it. We'll, we'll wrap up with something that I find funny. And I think about it a lot. And I don't know why I haven't brought it up before. I did talk about the 9-11 issue of Spider-Man, which uh, longtime listeners will know is hilariously bad and uh, sort of was the thing that snapped me out of, of uh, 9-11 sadness. So the comic strip Beetle Bailey, which is about a an army base and it's one of those those strips that started in like the 40s and you can tell uh you know because it's super dated and all the characters are like archetypes that don't exist anymore and you look at it and you go who in who reads this and finds it funny and uh nobody does but elderly people remember reading beetle bailey when they were children and thus it's comforting uh, honestly, that's most of newspaper comics. But uh, so, in 2011, they did a uh, Mort Mort Walker, who at the time would have been 88 years old. So I assume it was his uh, uh, son or assistant who was actually running the day to day of the strip. Uh, his name's still on it, but that doesn't mean there are people whose names are on on comic strips who've been dead for decades. Uh, in fact, Mort Walker has been dead for several years now, and I believe if you see a new Beetle Bailey strip, it still has his name on it. Uh, so the, he did a 10th anniversary 9-11 strip. And it was a Sunday strip, so the formatting's kind of weird. I'm, I'm going to walk you through it. The actual comic strip is two panels long. Uh, in one panel, there's a, a soldier, sort of a nondescript military man walking around saying where is everyone the place is empty a garbage man <laughs> tells him they went to remember the victims of 9-11 and then the second panel is a close-up of that garbage man weeping and wa wiping away his tears with a handkerchief uh and it simply says i do that every day which there's a lot to unpack there including how quickly he went from holding a garbage can to dabbing at his delicate, delicate eyes with those same hands. Uh, apparently the one soldier on the base who didn't get the memo about the commemorative celebration, celebration, that's the wrong word, commemoration. Um, and this garbage man who apparently weeps every day. Uh, it is also... 
worth noting that it is very poorly drawn and the attempts at conveying tears are absolutely bizarre. Which is then compounded because the bottom two thirds of the space is a, a drawing of New York in, of the New York skyline with the World Trade Center still standing but post-attack because there is smoke just billowing out. And it's a surprisingly grim image to be on the same page as Garfield. And then there are 18 headshots of various Beetle Bailey cast members, many of whom have not appeared regularly since the 70s, uh, looking sad and crying. They are all crying two to three tears and these tears are all shooting off their face. And in most cases at angles that do not lead you to believe they're coming from their eyes. These tears are just randomly placed. Uh, uh, There's some people who are crying from their chin. There are some people for whom, whom tears are shooting upwards. Uh... Most of them look like they have runny noses. It is... It's it's shocking. This was just in the paper. And I think about it all the time. Like that garbage man. I, I think about it every day. And every day I, I cry and wipe away my stream of tears with a handkerchief. Um, while reminding a U.S. military man of that day in history it is I would urge you to google Beetle Bailey 9-11 just so you can see these the most bizarre idea of what crying looks like and even uh, these characters who are designed for uh, to do like setups and punchlines what they look like when they're grieving <laughs> It's very funny. And also one of the characters is a dog. A dog who wears an army uniform. He's, he's, he too is crying. Uh, guys, it's something. It's, I, I cannot recommend highly enough Googling this. And, and just go over the face and really just sort of take time to look at each one because you will think each one is the worst one and then they keep they keep getting worse uh, I shouldn't make fun of an elderly man and probably his assistant who are just trying to just trying to deal with some stuff but also the, the frankly piss poor execution does seem like it's a there's a cynicism to it, is what I'm thinking. Uh, it's weird, man. It's it's something. Uh, that was that was EJ tells you about old comic strips, uh, a very popular feature on this show. Um, that's all I got. I've I've hope you. I hope you stopped listening when I told you to stop listening. Uh, in the event that you didn't, I just 
really quickly want to mention our sponsor, TeasedbySummer.com, who is, uh, you know, awesome. Uh, and this is going to sound like I'm, I'm doing a bit or... Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with some stuff right now and... One thing is I have I have all the uh, all the Teas by Summer mugs uh, from both the current site teasbysummer.com and the her earlier Tea Public site, which might even still be up because I've started getting emails from Tea Public again, wondering why I'm not buying stuff. And uh, you know, so who knows? But the point is, I got a lot of mugs, and you know what? I'm dealing with a lot of stuff and a lot of it is work related and I spend my work day being stressed and feeling bad about myself and then I see those this you know I got those mugs kind of lined up around me and you know that's one thing where when I'm feeling bad I just kind of kind of stare stare at those uh give the give those mugs a look and you know what it feels better so they're they're funny they are just I don't know they they make me laugh uh, they remind me of my very nice friend who's always good at helping me uh, I don't know it's dumb but having them on my having those mugs on my desk makes me make me make me happy when I'm having a hard time uh, and of course there are t-shirts and such too which I can't really just have lined up on my desk at work but uh those are also awesome i've been wearing them a lot i uh i foolishly posted a picture uh uh to social media today of me with my dog and i was not wearing a tease by summer shirt and i immediately felt guilty and thought i should change and re reshoot it but my dog didn't really want to be photographed anyway so it would have been a lost cause but the actual fact is, I was a, it was the shirt I sleep in. I don't want to sleep in a tease by summer shirt. Those are shirts meant to be seen by people, not shirts meant to be <laughs> cover covering my weird body when I fall asleep on the couch watching Wipeout. Guys, Wipeout is on Hulu, and we're going to talk about that next time I record because oh, that has been my. That's what I do instead of sleep is watch old episodes of Wipeout. Now it's very healthy. Uh, anyway, teasebysummer.com. It is all great, and you know it'll it's it'll make you smile. Look, if it's anything that makes you feel better, good lord, people, just embrace it. Uh, that's what makes me feel better, and I think maybe if you like things that are good, you'll feel better too. So I'm I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm sorry about this. I do think it helped. I hope nobody was. I <laughs> honestly, I hope you just skip to the ad, and uh, I'll catch up with you next time. Um, but as usual, you can get me at fedtalks at yahoo.com. I'm on Twitter at ejfedis and Instagram at ej underscore fetus. Um, I think I'm maybe going to be really stepping back from social media for a while. Um, uh, 
and you know in-person interactions and you know just i don't know look i don't know what's going to happen but you can message me and i'll i'll see it and <laughs> deal with it as need be God, this is such a bad episode guys i'm really sorry uh, <laughs> i'll let you know if talking about it helped right now i just feel like the biggest dork and i feel like there's about a 90 percent chance i'm not going to post this so if you hear this it means either i was desperate to put something up or i tried re-recording and it was even worse uh that's all i got i'll talk to you soon bye fed talks is a faux boys production Wee, 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 wee.